Yo, what's going on? You got the 7 Tube Mindset Investor here with another amazing episode. On this episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing a motherfucking badass. That's right, you heard it straight from me. Heather Perillo is absolutely crushing it. Her mindset is on point. She trains with ex-Navy SEALs, is working with some of the best, some of the most elite, and she talks about what it takes with the mindset on the competition she's doing right now to push all levels of her comfort level. Enjoy. Hey, what's going on, everyone? You got the 7-2 Mindset Investor here. That's right, the 7-2. Some of you many ask what the 7-2 is. So 7-2 is the worst possible hand in poker. But in life, you get a bad hand, you can't fold it. You have a choice. You got to play that motherfucker. So welcome to the show with an amazing guest, we got Heather Perillo here all the way from beautiful Florida. And um, I'm, I'm super stoked about this because for those of you that follow me and listen to um, a lot of my program, it's all about mindset. And here we got Heather, who's part of the, who's actually a coach for Unbeatable Mind, uh, a program designed by Mark, uh, is it Mark Devine? Mark Devine. Mark mm-hmm. Devine, that's right. And all encompassing around the whole SEAL fit, Navy SEALs. And really, if you can't win the battle between your ears, there's no way in hell you can win the battle anywhere in life. So Heather, welcome. Booyah. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to have this conversation. This is awesome. So, so some of you are probably asking, like, how did I, how did I find Heather? And so Heather and I belong to the same group, Impact Theory University. And, um, and I've been blessed uh, to forge some very strong allies. And I call them allies because we have each other's back. Friends, um, Friends, I've learned uh, with, with all due respect, um, there's leechers and there's reachers, but you have allies and it's all a common uh, forward movement. And so with our allies, um, they all highly suggested to have Heather on the podcast just because Heather is just, I mean, a beast. So, so let's get right to it, Heather. Let's talk about yourself to begin with. <laughs> a beast. Oh, um, so yeah. Where do you want to start? Let's like, you know what, let's, let's get to, cause I mean, all of us go through this, I, I call, you know, I've, I've been really been um, spending a lot of time in understanding the hero's journey, Joseph Campbell. One of, one, there you go. So <laughs> just wait till you hear the hero's journey here. Okay, go ahead. Love it. Love it. So there's a great book um, that was recommended by one of my mentors uh, by Joseph Campbell, which is, is the hero of a thousand faces or 10,000 faces. Yeah. And so, and all of us, are going to go through this journey one way or form. And we're going to be dealt, uh, we're going to be, have to make a decision, whether it be your seven, two moment, whatever it is, whether you go in the path that you know, the herd mentality, or you go it on your own. Um, so, I mean, let's get right to your hero's journey. Let's get right to this. Let's get to this. Okay. So after 20 years um, in leadership development, just really coaching, facilitating around the world, leading companies, I came to the point where I just knew there was more. I knew there was more. Leadership development always left me with a little bit of, God, there's something else. We're missing the integrated approach of developing the self so that we can truly lead others. And so um, in February of 2020, I had the opportunity after the company I ran sold to take a step back. And um, I knew that I had to first really take care of me. 
I had sacrificed so much through my life, running businesses, leading others, coaching others, training others. I had let my health go again, right? And as I coached and consulted leaders all over the world, same thing is true. We let ourselves go. And so at that point, I knew that if I was really going to go 100% all in to me, I would have to find the most challenging physical event possible in the United States. But I didn't want to compete. I wanted to do something where at the other side, I would actually be better off like an event where you had to go so deep mentally and spiritually that you had to transform. I had no idea what that meant, but I had also recently read Can't Hurt Me by Goggins. And I was like, I, I just knew that was in me. I knew it. I had performed my whole life as far as academics and then in business and success. Great. But I knew there was something else to this vessel that needed to be explored. And so there was that aspect of David Goggins. And then there was this whole Navy SEALs. As someone who was always coaching leadership development and, and teams, there was something about the Navy SEALs and their ability to perform and succeed and have flow that I was like, I've got to find out more. And so all this, uh, what I found was this event called Kokoro. It is uh, put on by Seal Fit, Mark Devine, and it is a 50 plus straight hour event, um, the hardest in the world, where you in essence go through Hell Week and it's for civilians. Wow. And it is for professional athletes mm -hmm. and um, when I decided to do this, I was anything but a professional athlete. Um, but I was like 100% all in. I just, what does it look like? Because I can't stop. I have to. And so I gave myself seven months to train for the event that was supposed to be in July. When I got back from the Middle East in March is when March 10th, day one training. I couldn't do a push-up. I couldn't do a pull-up. I I could have never ran before, but thank God for COVID because the asphalt became my friend. Mm -hmm. um, everyone thought I was crazy. Nobody, nobody understood why, but I knew, mm -hmm. I knew. Um, and then the work began in the mind, in the heart and in the soul. I had to really understand why, why was I willing to do this to myself? Because it was hell to train. Um, I knew why, because I knew if I could go on that journey for myself, I could coach anyone. And so often I'm coaching others and really fulfilling the lives of their dreams. And I believe anything's possible. And I was just like, okay, if a 45 year old woman could say, I want to be a Navy SEAL and actually do what it takes to perform side by side them, hoo nobody, nobody could tell me that it's not possible because it's not about the physical. It was about my mind, my heart, and my soul. And I, I never looked back. I never looked back. I ran into someone at the gym who looked like he might be in the military. He just happened to be special ops Delta. He took me under his wing and put me through hell 
weekend after weekend after weekend. And I kept showing up. I just kept showing up. So in the course of Whew. Well, it's been eight months, right? Now, thank God it got postponed because now my event's March 2021. And I know I will secure that event. There is no chance in hell I'm not going to make it. Um, I did realize along the way that I did not know what I was getting into. Um, when you go from zero to 100 in every aspect of your life physically, you learn a lot about your body. I had to learn to fuel properly. I had to learn to recover properly. I had, I mean, I had to train every muscle in my body to do a pull-up. If you've ever gone from zero to one pull-up, anybody knows that's like a six-month process of non-stop consistent practices. Um, I needed to learn to meditate, to visualize, to journal. I mean, you name it in order to get through this, to actually like do the work of four to five hours of training every single day. It took a lot. And along the way, because I didn't know anything about Unbeatable Mind or Seal Fit really, um, I got an email. And it was from the Tip of the Spear, which is the Unbeatable Mind coaching program. And I thought, okay, I need, I need someone to guide me. I do. I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm not, I'm unwilling not to do everything possible to now get the coaching for myself so I can make it. And that's when I found Unbeatable Mind um, and just blown away. One of the other things that I was doing during this year of sabbatical was I was going to design that integrated leadership program of my dreams so that when someone said how, I could walk to them and say, this is how. I've done it all. I've applied it to my life. I've applied it to businesses. I've applied it to teams. I've applied it to individuals. You name it. This is what works. And I wanted a program that was so simple that it was accessible to everyone because everyone really deserves the opportunity to realize you're like this, you know, it's, it's, it's what we say it is, right? And so having the mindset, having the mindfulness, the awareness, the metacognition, you name it. Um, anyway, so I got introduced to Unbeatable Mind and holy shit, it is the accumulation of everything I have ever done in my life when it comes to whether it's the spiritual approach, the mental approach, the intellectual approach, you name it, the, the training approach, it's everything. Um, and I don't have to do this alone anymore. There's like this amazing team of former Navy SEALs led by Mark Devine who put this program together. Um, and it is now my tool to apply to my life to be able to continue to do what I do, surrounded by these amazing accountability groups within the Unbeatable Mind program and whatnot. So now I stand here today, I can do 500 push-ups in an hour. I can run a marathon. I can do 2,000 burpees. I just did that for Veterans Day. You name it, I can do it. And it's unbelievable. But that hero's journey, it's so crazy that you say that because who my coach is, again, serendipity, synchronicity, he just happens to be the person who developed Kokoro with Mark Devine, also an, an, a former Navy SEAL, um, my little God sent. But his whole mission in life is the hero's journey. He is the guide for those who want to really go there. And, and the, whole in, the whole point of Kokoro really, yeah, it's physical, but it is about to take you to the depths of your soul to see what you're made of. 
and why you're made for it. So when you come back on the other side, you'll never be the same. And so that's, that's that. Um, but when it comes to mindset, let me tell you, <laughs> without it, without winning in the mind first, there's, there's nothing. You're at the effect of life. And I don't care if it's physical. I don't care if it's investment. I don't care if you're a doctor. I don't care if you're a teacher. I don't, I, I, your mom and dad, whatever. You better understand how powerful you are when you control your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. You get to say, you're not your emotions. You get to say, yeah. So, so true. That so, is so true. I love this. Like amazing. Yeah, huh? yeah. It's amazing because this is exactly like, I know like, and this is not for everyone. That's just the reality because people are just happy singing around a campfire and singing Kumbaya and, blame, and blaming the government for everything that's happening and, 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 and good for them. I mean, whatever, good for them. Um, but, you know, as they, there's a saying, right? The path to paradise is going through hell. Absolutely. And, and that's what it is. I mean, I, uh, I did a, a podcast with uh, Raja Mawad Mm -hmm. uh, a few weeks ago. And I said, I mean, I still got blood underneath my nails from climbing out of that hole. I was in with hitting rock bottom. Yeah. Uh, look at hell that. yeah. Yeah. And you know, and these are, these are my badge of honors right here because I'm not, I wouldn't be if I, where I am today, if it wasn't for hitting rock bottom. So when someone tells me they're having a tough day, it's like, you want a Kleenex? Like <laughs> what, what, what do you want? You want a ribbon? Uh, I, I don't know what you want. Um, and so it, it's it's quite fascinating and you know i'm really like my my passion is really understanding the neuroscience and really understanding the brain because the brain is you are everyone's limitless absolutely and, and the brain is so plastic that anytime we push on our comfort zone we're actually opening up more neural pathways within our brain which is then going to grow and all of a sudden become secondhand second hand. So we have to continue tapping into that. Um, and um, complacency is what paralyzes the mind. Complacency, 100%. Um, a great book, um, uh, Man Search a Meeting by Viktor Frankl. Oh, yeah. And, and a powerful, powerful book where he says in that book, uh, where it's not one circumstance that defines them, it's how they choose to respond to that, to that circumstance. And it was amazing in that book that cigarettes as in in prison or whatever they're the, a form of currency but he could predict the ones that lit up a cigarette had basically given up on life and they were going to be the ones that were going to die next which is very very sad they accept they accepted their their path but they actually had accepted it because the brain had already said hey that's it so why put yourself through hell like it has to go deeper than just saying hey in order to coach someone i need to like it goes deeper than that. Like oh, sure. why put yourself into that position? Yeah. Yeah. So I love this. I do today what others won't. So I can do tomorrow what others can't. Mm -hmm. I, I bring every crucible to me. There is, I'm not ever going to be at the effect of life, right? Like you said, life is hard. No, it isn't. Life is life. Mm -hmm. Life is life. And so I, boy, I strengthen my muscles. I go where it's uncomfortable every single day, every single day. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is not easy <laughs> to train for five hours. It is not easy to run outside when it's 32 degrees outside with, you know, a tank top on because I have to do cold therapy. There, it's not easy, 
But what it does, it makes me resilient. It makes me so grateful for this life. Like I get to do this. Mm. I get to do this. So while it looks like hell for me, it's all training. That's all it is. It's training for life. It's self-mastery in a different way. So Mm. the physical hell, hmm, you know, it's like you do the inner work. So you have the physical manifestation. That's what it is. It is every single day journaling. It's every single day visualizing what's going to happen. Every single day having the mantras. Every single day doing the microtasking. Every single day doing what's required to achieve any big goal. I just know what the mission is. Mm -hmm. I know what the mission is and I achieve the mission. And that's something that's really, really powerful Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to setting your day up for success. So there's this woman sitting every morning who is only clear of her purpose and she maps out exactly what needs to be done during the day Mm -hmm. and then this person (laughs) goes out in the field and gets it done right and there's all the conversations that go through your head about oh maybe i don't have to do 20 laps a day oh maybe i don't have to do this many reps oh you know an hour is good enough no i don't get to listen to her i don't i complete the mission at hand Mm -hmm. because that woman is committed to the purpose Everything else is just noise and clutter mm-hmm. and humanness, right? Mm-hmm. So um, there's there's something really incredible when you experience completing, right? Completing whatever it is every single day that you said you were going to do, mm-hmm. right? I live for that experience. Mm-hmm. And then also to know at the end of this, the story that I can share with the world that will impact lives, mm-hmm. right? It's already happening and I haven't even secured Kokoro. Because there's something about me, again, I'm not 46. I shouldn't be able to do this shit. I should not be able to do this shit. The transformation of my body is one thing. The transformation on the inside is another. And I was already successful. You Mm -hmm. know, I was already a great coach, Mm -hmm. but this is a whole new level. Mm -hmm. And it's incredible what, it's incredible how it can serve the world even bigger Mm -hmm. now. See, I love this because um, one of my one of my coaches actually, who actually has a place in in Destin, Florida, uh, Chris Rude, and uh, I remember reaching out to him once, and I said to him, I said, I have a problem, and I, I I've always had this problem, and he goes, well, what is it? And I said, nothing's ever good enough. I go, I could win a championship, and I shrug my shoulders. I could get the biggest deal ever, and I shrug my shoulders. I'm like, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? And he goes, you, my friend, are not, that's not a problem. That's a gift. You are a freak. That is a gift because you never, you know, settle for anything. You're always pushing for more. There's always more. And it's, it's interesting as you're talking here, because what you describe is the cleaner by Tim Grover uh, in Relentless, Uh, you know, and it's like Michael Jordan or, you know, wins a championship. He tells the coach, see you at practice tomorrow, coach. Whereas a bunch of his other, the other guys are renting a private jet to go into Vegas and celebrate. He's like, I'm back at practice tomorrow morning. Um, and initially I thought there was something wrong with me. And, you know, and see, I just finished my, my, my 75 hard. Oh yeah. Uh, 75 yeah hard. And, and, and so, and that was interesting because I love what you're saying about the, the mental, the mental aspect because 20 laps and that kind of stuff, because there was many times where I could have said, wow, it's 1130 at night. I'm just going to go to bed and I'll just do an extra workout tomorrow. Who's going to know? I'll just put it. But if you, if you can lie to yourself, you can lie to anybody. You are a fraud. I don't give a rat's ass what anybody says. Um, 
And, and so this was a very, very powerful for me. And now mind you, one thing I learned and I actually did a podcast about this because I have uh, numerous friends or allies that are either thinking or actually doing the 75 heart. What I actually found was on day 74 or 75, I had my epiphany within this program. And what I found about this program, it's a very, very selfish program. Now there's the positive side of being selfish because we got to take care of ourselves before we can give to others. But then the other side to it is if I'm on this journey to do this, there is going to be some collateral effects. And what I learned through this is shit, 74 days before I should probably communicate with everyone. I have four kids wife, because now this is my time. I need to get my reading in which I already do, but it was more your whole, my whole day was around the 75 hard, all the tasks that were involved on a daily basis because I refused to fail. Yeah. Hoo yeah. So important. So whenever anyone commits to some sort of change or transformation, like number one, you better reach out to your communities and let them know what you're doing, what you're doing, why you're doing it, how it benefits them and enroll them in the process. Otherwise you are absolutely right. Cause there are days when, you know, you're ostracizing yourself from everyone and everything, right? Isolating yourself. Like, I don't drink. I don't eat normal. Like, right. And so your friends, if they get why you're doing it, they're hundred percent supportive. Otherwise there's just this constant clash. And so, yeah, having that, that partnership with all of the communities that matter, to, you know, to you and enrolling them is, yeah, that is like step one in really success. If you're going to do any program long-term for sure. Great that you recognize that. Yeah, day 74. <laughs> yeah, let but me say something, something else about your, you know, like never quitting or it's never good enough. Um, so there, I totally agree with that. Like there's always the what next. Like for me, there's no such thing as, you know, anything other than a global impact, like global, like, and I get that, but I have to enjoy the process along the way. So there was this point in my life where I'm just like, oh, okay, this like someday, someday, someday doesn't work. It doesn't. And so how can I structure that each and every day and each and every minute of the day where there's this contentment, you know, like real contentment and aspiration for more, just so clear that I'm not sure exactly how it looks. You can't be attached to how it looks, but you know, I'm showing up a hundred percent every single day, doing my best, being my best, and it'll get there. So like right now, the mission is a hundred million lives, period, period. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And that's I say it. 1 billion, <laughs> right? Like, that's just me. I'm just like hundred million. Oh, come on now. Like that's, that's just the U S like, let's yeah, go. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah. and, and, I, and I, I said this this morning when I was uh, Dahlia's guest is, you know, the problem with the world is we have 95% of the world is setting their goals too low. So they're too achievable. And we're okay with that versus setting them too high where we miss them every time, but at least we're reaching for the stars. Um, and that's what we should be doing all the time. Like our, and it's not about the goals. I, I mean, I can, I can say I'm going to walk on Mars. It's not about the goals that are going to get me there. It's going to be about what you said before. It's going to be about your daily actions. It's about your daily actions. It's about conquering the day. It's about conquering the hour. It's about being intentional about what you're doing. That's it. Yeah. And I would go even further and you may have seen Delia's post. So my whole thing is who do you want to be? 
who do you want to be every single day? The doing follows. So who I want to be is an elite member of the Navy SEAL team. Mm-hmm. You know how that drives my actions every day? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's incredible. So when you're clear of who you want to be in this world for yourself and others, then the doing like exponential, like unbelievable what starts to happen in your world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And, th- and that's what I had, you know, I, I share this all the time. Uh, uh, many people in life, they spend a lot of time trying to search of who they are, but in actual fact, they shouldn't be, they should be creating who they want to be. True. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. People don't know who they want to be. Like, and that takes inner work. Like, who are you? Like, we all know, like, we know, like there's all the noise of the shoulds and everything we've been taught and trained and, and led to believe. Mm-hmm. But if you actually are still, you know, I mm-hmm. can get that out of anyone in any conversation. Sure. But yeah. Yeah. And, but you said it earlier, it's scary. It there's is scary. Lot, there's, it's all fear. So people are like, let me just stay comfortable. This is, you know, there's some certainty here. I'd rather live a mediocre life and not, you know, rock the boat than actually leap. Mm-hmm. I am someone and you are someone who leaps mm-hmm. and we, <laughs> we always land and we land stronger and we land better, but it's people think that just because we do it, we don't have fear. Oh yeah. There's fear. And you just blow right through it. Yeah. There's uncertainty. And yet, you know, that you have whatever it takes to achieve whatever it is you're up to. Who yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is, you know, I, I had this, there was, um, so many fat and this is all like the studies and you know i had a fascinating guest a few weeks on as well and we were talking i mean you look at dementia for example or you look i'll look up on myself okay so i suffer from uh post-traumatic stress disorder wasn't from uh it was more from mental combat okay going through a real nasty divorce and so forth um and um and so I used to have these anxiety attacks and I can almost I call it the hand of the devil would actually sweep up my back and actually feel the hand warming up. And then all of a sudden, I could have a conversation with you right now and I'd just be drenched and I wouldn't even know it. And it was just this anxiety that take hold of me. And through this journey, I realized that if I am bored or feeling unfulfilled, that ugly dragon re- sticks out its head and that beast takes over. And it was when I live a life of fulfillment that it, it actually kills it. And um, I was talking to um, a guest, Perry Sean, who was on the, uh, on the show. And she shared that her husband shares, uh, sorry, suffers from uh, dementia or uh, he got in his, in his 40s. And they've actually been asked to speak on national television news because what they found was when he is focused on his purpose and life and a day of fulfillment, his symptoms recede. But then as soon as he's not, they come back. Um, It just goes to show how powerful the mind is. Absolutely. I mean, all you have to do, I mean, you can create the fear inside you instantly. I mean, all you think driving down the road, slam on the brakes, like instantly you can feel that. Oh, fear is all inside. You know, like we, we don't get how powerful we are. And so when you live a life of intention, Mm -hmm. right. And you're so clear of your purpose, you're absolutely stimulating different neural pathways. You're absolutely producing different neurochemicals. Mm -hmm. There's just no question about it, you know? And so even like with emotions, they rise. Sure. They're always there. You're aware of them. 
you let them go. If you ever try to ignore them, they're just going to fester and build and grow, right? And it's just that it's so sad in our society that we don't train. We don't train anyone like what to do with it, you know? And so all we are, are these meaning making machines. Something happens, we create a story. Something happens, we create a story. That's it. And then we think it's reality when all it is is something that happened and a thought that we created or an emotion we created and said, yep, that's, that's, that's the truth. And oh yeah, this is who I am. No, who you are is who you say you are every single day you wake up. Absolutely. Right. I mean, and yeah. ah, you know, that's, so that's what's underneath, you know, anyone can get results when you take actions, but if you don't clean up the mindset that underneath the experiences, the beliefs, the thoughts, environment, so as a coach, what's that? Like, that's what I'm interested in getting into. Sure. And when you shift that, yeah, you can heal, you can heal. And there's just so much else out yeah. there as far as healing. And it all starts with, you know, breath work, meditation, <laughs> nature, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like all these like very, very simple things that heal us mm -hmm. if we're quiet long right. enough. I'm going to paraphrase this, but I, I read this poem yesterday, or a section of a poem uh, by a John Milton, and says, mindset is like, it, it's really, when we look at mindset, it's in the power of the mindset. Mindset can, um, again, clear, clear paraphrasing this, mindset is one of those things where it could take heaven, and, and, and the way we think about heaven becomes hell, and, and we can turn hell into heaven. It's all up here, right? Um, and so I have to ask you a question though. Yeah. So one of the staple questions I asked on this show is uh, we talk about the seven, two and the seven, two moment I had is when I hit rock bottom and I had to do something about that. The moment that you could have folded, but you said, fuck this motherfucker. I'm playing this hand. Let's go. Mm -hmm. So if you could talk about a seven, two moment in your life mm -hmm. and because of that pivotal moment, that one moment was where Heather was, became alive. What would that be? Became alive. So which defining moment, right? I'm one of those that I am so blessed that my life has been really, really, really hard. Mm -hmm. And at a very early age, I realized I was alone. Mm -hmm. It was on me. Mm -hmm. I was alone. There was no safety. There was no security. All I had to do was save myself and my, and others and the world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, ah, instantly I sink, right? It's I'm gonna, I'm gonna, okay, so I'm going to help you with this. Yeah. If it wasn't for this 7-2 moment, you wouldn't be in front of me today. Oh, oh, I love my 7-2 moments. This is the source of all my coaching. It is my power, right? Um, <laughs> I was just like, do I actually share that right now? And, and I'm used to sharing it in very intimate settings with, okay. with others. Um, so rock bottom that really, so it's not a rock bottom, but it was like a, wait a second, Heather. So I was, um, leading at, um, international leadership academies and I'm changing the world mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm serving my purpose and I'm in Bulgaria and um, loving what I'm doing. 
and I have two children at home who don't have a mother mm-hmm. like I'm committed to. Mm-hmm. And it just struck me. I was like, you need, you need to change this. The world can wait. Your children are, are going into high school. Um, it's not someday, it's now. And I was sitting in Heathrow Airport in July of 2017, and I wrote a love letter to my children. And I explained to them that we were going on vacation and we were never going back. And two weeks later, I had taken my children, we drove to Florida and we never went back. And I recreated the life for them. And my husband came later. (laughs) I was like, I know, I know I have to go. it's about being authentic, right? So I can I can preach to others about balance and about company, blah, 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 right? And yet, and my children were supportive and loving. And of course they wanted me to, to fulfill my dream, but how many times do I have to go overseas, you know, and not be there? Um, and so, yeah, I did that. And I left a very, very good job um, in Texas. And, and he said, go. I went to my CEO, I said, I have to go. And he said, go. And I just had to believe that I could reestablish myself um, here in Florida. And you wanna talk about fear, but I jumped, I came, I recreated something that turned into another experience for two and a half years that I learned so much about myself, my ability to run a business. Um, And then that led me here. So it's those days you look in the mirror and you know you're not being authentic and living a life of integrity with everything you preach. Who I am today is a woman who stands proud that my life is a reflection of my commitments to myself and to others. And so that that's a really big one. But that was, you know, a 40 year journey of trying to um, to fix heat. Well, you know, all those, the, the trying to, no, no, no. I just, I surrendered that. That's, that's what happened in Bulgaria of 2017. I finally said, everything I'm not, I'm doing is not working. I'm going to show up big and I'm going to let it go. And I'm sure you've seen Jocko. I just love it. Discipline plus surrender equals freedom. And so who I am is free. <laughs> I am so free because I'm honoring every single principle and value I have. And I'm not just that trainer, that coach who's coaching the theory or what they think. No, no, no. I am living it so others can see what's really possible when it comes to you talk about fulfillment. I'll talk about freedom and peace and serenity and simplicity mm-hmm. and the, you know, enjoy. It's like, Oh, wow. Yeah. All I need was to show up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that's the thing, you know, it, action cures all it really does. And the thing is what I find for myself as a, you know, as a, as a mentor, as a strategic mindset architect is in order to serve others, I have to serve myself first. And I know we've heard that very, very cliche, whether it be Oprah Winfrey or whoever, but the reality is, is when people ask me why I'm mentoring other people, I do it for myself because I have to level up. Yeah. Yeah. How, 
you know, and how many times do you see this is where people are coaching with the same bullshit stuff they've, and they don't, and, and they are the opposite of what they're trying to, what they're trying to create or help create. Um, so it actually, anytime there's an opportunity, I mean, I have a mentorship call here in a, in a couple hours and I have to mentally prepare for that. I have to do things on a consistent daily action because it's like your kids. If you say your kids, Hey, don't drink, but they see your old man drinking all the time. They're going to end up drinking. Yeah. I mean, when I say lead, I lead by example, you know, mm-hmm. and way back in 20 years ago, 15 years ago, when I was a personal trainer, it's like, I had to look a certain way. And I used mm-hmm. to hate when you would look at trainers in the gym, you're like, who are you to say, yeah. <laughs> you know, or, you know, or the financial coach or the, the life coach whose life is in shambles. Right. Yes. But yeah, I, I want everyone to look at me and say, man, yeah, she does the inner work. Um, because self-mastery, the whole intention is that you can serve greater. That's mm-hmm. the whole point of self-mastery in every area, the mm-hmm. physical, the mental, the spiritual, the emotional. It's so that you can really, really show up to serve in a greater capacity. You're at war with yourself every day. We all are. Yeah. How, and especially with the training you're doing, how do you... Like at the end of the day, you, you conquer the day. Yeah. Like let's, that's like, how does someone prep themselves? I know we can, this is probably like an hour and two hour, three hour, but in a, in a quick summation is what can someone do? Yeah. I mean, it really is simple. So read all the books of the entrepreneurs, right. Who have been successful. And it looks very similar. We all have morning rituals, mm-hmm. very, very specific. It probably looks something like clean water, it looks like meditation. It looks like movement. It looks like journaling, right? Like you're very, very clear. And then during that process, it's just being so tied to who you are and your purpose that you're clear of what's going on in the day. And if what you have planned for the day does not serve your purpose, you eliminate it, right? And so it's this amazing thing of being so much more productive, but you're doing less because there's none of the shit. Mm-hmm. No, I don't have the necessary conversations. I have conversations with people who are going to make a difference, right? I mentor, I coach very specifically, right? Who I, who I actually lend my time to, because there's only so much time that we have, right? Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, it's the same thing. You know, I look, there's these evening rituals. It's going to look like breath work again. It's going to look like meditation. I'm going to talk about, you know, what are the wins? Were there anything I need to learn? There's always learning, right? So what'd you learn? What did, you know, where did you succeed? What was going on and constantly tweaking and evaluating. I, it's, it's so simple, morning rituals, evening rituals, the attack during the day. And because we're human, you know exactly what you're going to do when you get hijacked emotionally, when something goes, you just know. So when you're running and you're like, oh, my leg hurts. Oh, heal, 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 heal. You know, or, you know, I'm having a conversation. You get hijacked. It's like, breathe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, you know, your kid's upset to you. You don't react. You walk out the door, right? And so you constantly maintain mm-hmm. that intentional state that you want to be in. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's called love and connection mm-hmm. and service. Mm-hmm. And if I'm a raging bitch, (laughs) that doesn't work for anybody, you know? Mm -hmm. And so um, I first feel my mind and body and Mm -hmm. soul. And then I go out in the world and I serve every single day. That's Mm -hmm. what it looks like. And I'm telling you, 
you ask anybody, it's going to look very, very similar. They have these very simple practices that they realize that they can go inside and access that monkey mind and that soul and then be and do whatever they need to do to accomplish mm-hmm. the mission. Absolutely. You know, I thank you for sharing that. It's so key because it is, it is very simple. And the thing is it, it's, so for, I'm a firm believer of this, and I spent a lot of time um, in my previous role looking at human factors and simulation, and you look at the most dangerous part of a flight is takeoff or landing, okay? Mm-hmm. So just like our day, the more turbulence you have in the morning, I mean, you need to, you know, start off with a morning ritual, so then you have a safe flight during the day, and at nighttime, you need to have that soft landing, not on your phone, on your phone, on your phone, watching Netflix, talk, watching the news, and all of a sudden getting in an argument and then right down to bed, you wake up in the morning, grab your phone, and you're basically putting your brain on fire right away. Yeah, yeah. yeah no wonder you're going to have a shitty day. 100, 100%. You know, it's interesting too, because when you become more centered and grounded and intentional, right? the noise, like the TV, like, why, why would you watch it? Right. It's mm-hmm. just it, anyway. So you start eliminating all of that from your life And this. And I love the soft landing. Yeah. My, I go to bed very, very clear. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, there's nothing there. My head hits the pillow, which then contributes to the quality of sleep, which is so necessary. To, right. And so where most people are stuck in this vicious cycle and they can't get out, we're just like, this is great. You know, it's incredible. Um, you know, one thing about the news, you bring that up when it comes to mindset. And I think this is really when you transcend and you're able to shift how the world occurs to you is when you can get anyone's perspective, mm-hmm. like really understand the stage of development they're in, you know, what plateau they're on. It is so um, freeing. Like, I don't have to be right. I don't have to agree with anyone, Mm -hmm. but if I want to contribute to them, I certainly have to be able to know how they see the world. And it is absolutely unequivocally going to be different than me. And that's okay. I'm not here to change anybody's opinion. I'm just here to make sure that they live the life they love, but that is so rare. That is so, so rare that people get that it is okay to have different opinions <laughs> and sure. perspectives and see life through different lenses. But when you get that and then, oh, you know, you know, I, I see things differently too because of every conversation I've had, um, my culture, my, my faith background, I mean, I'm a woman, I'm in Florida, like all those things affect how mm-hmm. I show up and what I yeah. see, right? And so, man, if we could just do that for the world. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I I agree. Oh, perspective I, and mindset. Yes. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So you said your 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 program or you're going to be doing your um, that's in March of 2021. Is that yeah, March? Okay. Yeah, March so, 12th, 13th, 14th. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I love that, and I can't wait to see all the results from that. So, what happens on March 15th and March 16th, March 17th? Um, and the reason I ask that is because I faced this before when I'm so focused on my, 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 my personal development mindset and you hit that, like it's happened to me where I go into a, a lull. Yeah. How are you? I mean, first of all, does that happen to you? And two is, 
you've been on this journey for quite some time and preparing for those three days, you have to start planning for that soft landing as well. And the next takeoff. It's yeah, exactly. It's all preparation. I know exactly what's going to happen afterwards. I am so prepared. And even leading up to that point along the way, it's like this certification, this training certification, this, that. And so there's just, it's just my journey, right? And the journey doesn't stop. It's Mm -hmm. just one of the one things along the way to the purpose. Um, and so after that, I get to complete my book, right? Because this is definitely being documented to share the story of a little girl that learned to fly. Love it. <laughs> yeah, when she decided to become a Navy SEAL at the age mm-hmm. of 45, that's that's this book. Um, so yeah, and then it will be speaking tours. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And um, now that I'm part of Unbeatable Mind as one of their licensed coaches, I will be coaching others to be able to complete Kokoro too. Hopefully, not hopefully, I will be doing that, but then it's Love not- Love how you change the language yeah. there. Yeah, no, it's not hoping. Is yeah. I most definitely will be coaching others, but it's not limited to the crucibles. Like the, that's the, the program is for every human being in this, in this world. Um, but certainly because I have been through that program and have done the journey, mm-hmm. I would be well suited to train others you know, along that, along their path too. So yeah, so there's, there's coaching, there's speaking and I'm open to whatever other opportunities. Like I dream big, <laughs> like I, I can, I can see it all, but there will be, it takes approximately two months to recover from physically to recover from. So there'll be a lot of um, rest and recovery and healing in a different way, which has mm-hmm. been incredible. And, you know, one thing I didn't mention is, um, I've suffered from lifelong eating disorders, body dysmorphia. The greatest gift that I wasn't expecting was the fact that when you throw yourself into something like this and you have to fuel for performance and recovery every single day, um, you get to change your relationship with food. And so I'm healed. (laughs) Like, amen, hallelujah. It's not about the body. And of course I have the most amazing body I've ever had in my life because it's not about the body anymore. It's about performance and it's about it being a manifestation of my soul. And so um, then to relearn, you know, what does maintenance look like? For sure. Because there's no event bigger. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I, I have that one on, on the schedule already too. There's an incredible event in the Grand Canyon called Rim to Rim. Nice which is, yeah, which it's a hundred miles, but can you imagine how incredible to run a hundred miles rim to rim the Grand Canyon? How could you not be anything but full of gratitude to Mm -hmm. be able to do something like that? Yeah. I mean, every time I see any of David Goggins, any of his thing, it's like, wow. Right. So he doesn't look like he's enjoying it. I want him to enjoy the process. No, he's, he's, he's in that flow state and it's like in his book, that's what, that's what pushes him. And that's, what's you know, I had an epiphany today where, and that's for another episode, but uh, uh, like it hit me this morning. It was like this matrix moment where everything lit up inside of me. I'm like, I just found out my why, like it just hit. I got chills. Just even just saying this right now, like, it's like, and it hit me. when you know, and like you said, it's like, it will pull you forward through anything, anything. Like you can feel it pull. It's like the most incredible thing. One more thing about Goggins that I have to share because I'm so proud because of I um, never in my wildest dreams would I imagine that it would happen. 
but I have a nickname now with my, um, my PT crew. So seven days a week, I'm with my uh, Unbeatable Mind um, PT crew and we work out two, well, two hours on the weekend and every single day, an hour and a half. And then I do my other three, four hours. Mm -hmm. So my nickname is Taker. I was like, holy shit. Taking yesterday's soul. Taker. Love like, it. oh my, like I did it. Like, like that is like unbelievable. Like yeah. to go from this 40 pound overweight, broken woman at the end of what it took for me to run that company to I'm taker among like these people I just respect and admire and never thought, you know, they would ever know my name. Like that's like really, really exciting. Right. Again, anything is possible. Right. Anything mm -hmm. is possible. For sure. And the bigger you dream and the more you believe it, hoo just get to work. That's I might just, just get to work. You may not know what it looks like, but just get to work. Isn't that so cool, Mark? <laughs> this is so cool. Yeah, I'm looking at the time here because as we come to a close, I mean, I have one more question, a couple yeah. more questions for you. But yeah, I, I, I'm so happy we've connected like this. Yeah. Like I, I, like I, like I said, like for me and you, like there's a connection now for life. Um, all the connections I've had through, I, you know, impact through university and so forth, and it's just been like, I mean fuck I'm, I'm 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 like i can't wait to read your book i can't wait to watch your story and i can't wait to live it with you yeah, uh, that's, yeah. that's the best part so one of the closing questions i ask all my guests is the tombstone question and the tombstone question is uh the day we meet the maker uh unfortunately we won't be able to decide what's written on our tombstone someone else will mm -hmm. what will be written on your tombstone yeah, yeah. so I, I had to do this exercise recently and um, what it said was, um, Heather died at the age of 101 because 100 was never good enough. I love it. The taker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Take, take so that, that extra piece. It's like, there's always more to give. Mm -hmm. There's always more to serve. There's always more to do. And it's never, ever about you. Yeah. That's poetic. Oh, it's never about you. I love that. Love yeah. that. Heather, how can our listeners and viewers watch your journey, find out what you're doing? I mean, you're such an inspiration. Yeah, so, so um, I do posts on Facebook. So Heather Perillo on Facebook. Um, and then my YouTube channel is Heather Perillo. And so you can find my journey there. Um, started day one. And uh, that's all documented so people know what it really looks like, what it takes to achieve any dream. It is not easy. And people don't share that. Right. They don't share how hard it is and what it takes from your mind and your heart every single day to just keep going. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, unbeatablemind.com. I'm on there as one of the licensed coaches and check it out. Buy the book um, that Mark Devine has. It will change your life. And then there's just more support there. Should someone need additional help to really do the inner work, to live the life they love and serve. It's all about service. I love it. Heather, thank you so much. This has just been awesome. Awesome. Yeah, thank awesome. you for having me. I'm so happy we connected and no coincidence. Absolutely. <laughs>